0: Hi, I'm Rajor Shidash, and you're listening to Queerness and Storytelling in India. Hi, everyone. So today I have with me Primankur Bishash, who is a journalist with Indian Express. He has written on queer issues for more than 14 years. Primankur is also writing a book on queer lives across small towns in India. I think we met like physically uh, in person uh, during uh, Sandeep Roy's uh, book discussion. And I remember that there was a reference to the film Madhai Do, And then uh, I, immediately I was reminded of a review. And at that time, I think I didn't remember it was your review, but I read it because it was very like personal. It was, you know, it was also about you as a person. So I went back to that interview and there it was. It was you who had written the interview. So I was wondering, like, what what do you mean when you say that you responded as a jaded gay man? Is it like a, a kind of a product of your past experiences with Bollywood, uh, generally on gay and queer issues? Actually,
1: both, actually. As a man, as a gay man, uh, you know, uh, who is probably seen a lot of the gay Indian culture. And also, of course as a, a a journalist who has been following cinema uh, for most of his life responding to it uh, from that uh, from that perspective too so yeah w- uh, when i watched the film i of course re- reacted to it personally too because i f- felt that you know like in bollywood the representation has been um, as you all know um, from from uh, the 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 almost uh lampoonish uh characters of let's say musk kalanda in anupam ks uh, that who was supposedly the first gay uh, person uh to be uh seen in uh, bollywood screen uh in musk kalanda to of course my brother nikhil to uh, uh and now badai and of course uh shubh mangal jada so um the whole spectrum um If you can at all call it a spectrum, but yeah, like, you know, we, uh, what I felt was that, you know, we tend to respond to things uh, from the historical perspective. But what I wanted to see was, uh, was it being true to what uh, it is to be a gay person? I just say gay specifically because it dealt primarily with uh, a gay and lesbian and, uh, track so uh, what what it means to be a gay was it is, was it being true to what it be, uh, what it means to be a gay person in um, present day india so that was my perspective and um, and yeah so um, I, as i uh, said in my review i went there with uh, skepticism at place and um, and there were some interesting things that came um, uh, you know like i uh, felt Uh, was depicted in the film Um, and I felt that it was being true to a few things and of course was it devoid of uh, you know uh, problems of course not but um, it was being true to a lot of uh,
0: experiences that I've had at least. So yeah um, did I answer your question? (laughs) Yeah yeah I mean I was kind of fascinated by Badhai, though also because it got quite a few things right. I Like the fact that uh, it didn't push that character, the male uh, character, uh, the police officer, to join the pride. That would have been, you know, too much as if everything is nice and, you know, done away with. Mm. So there were these subtleties which I really enjoyed. As in its comment on gay culture, a critique of gay culture when it
1: comes to, like, you know, uh, our obsession with uh, age, right? Like, you know, as in the protagonist who is made to realize that what a jerk he was being to his past lover uh, because he got obsessed with um, this younger person and of course I mean uh, there is some sort of like you know um, judgmental tone in that but and then of course he has to face the same thing when it comes to uh, his second lover and, you know, like, and he, he actually, there's a realization. So these sort of subtleties uh, you rarely come across in, um, you know, um,
0: Bollywood at least. So, yeah, that was interesting for me. Yeah, I was really surprised how they handled some of those issues. Also the representation of a queer Northeastern person. Uh, I don't remember uh, seeing one except maybe from perspective of like caricature. Um, uh, so I think it was uh, yeah The I mean yeah how can I forget the character the trans and the trans character in uh, Patal Lok, Pata Lok yes, that yeah. was another landmark um, you know moment uh, for representation in, in Bollywood uh, and actually this is one of the films that I'm really interested in for my own work uh, because I feel like it's slightly different from other films which you mentioned like the Shubh Mangal Zada Saab or you know, which is like very focused on one issue, but this is kind of touches upon motherhood, uh, parenthood actually, mm-hmm. adoption so much. And I was thinking, you know, it's so difficult to adopt anyway in India. And uh, and I respect the desire of people to be couples and, you know, have these, uh, have children basically. Uh, so do you think like these movies in a particular, they have an overt emphasis uh, on the Hindu family as being tolerant and something you know as being like uh, more aware and someone who's capable of some you know as an institution that is capable of change. I think the only exception was Gili Pucci, if I'm mis- if I'm not mistaken. But overall, there's been so much like so many new you know films. Uh, on Yeah. So what do you think?
1: I mean, I'm tra- just trying to. I'm um, uh, you know I'm, I'm considering this. Uh, right now, actually, as uh, silly as it sounds, but yeah, uh, but um, like you know, that would be the case for most uh, most uh, you know like stories uh, in in India, right? A we primarily tell stories of Hindu upper caste families. Like uh, we tell stories of those experiences so um of course yes in bollywood yeah probably you probably are right in that respect but uh, were there not though, uh stories of sheer korma comes into mind which talks about a lesbian relationship yeah. then yeah. of course um, the uh, mumbai um, mumbai love yeah. i think it was uh, that had a queer yeah, muslim yeah. family which was of course staunchly opposing the uh, partnership between two men, but um, eventually there is, they are shown to be capable of change. But having said that, yes, definitely. Uh, and of course, Puchi was a film of rare uh, subtlety and, um, um, and of course, uh, nuances, uh, and it came from Khan. So definitely, I mean, um, you know, one ca- one could see the different strands clearly in the film, the caste, the, um, the class, caste, everything. So, uh, but um, yeah, like, uh, as you said, it is true that we as a film industry, at least Bollywood film industry tends to make films primarily on uh, Hindu upper caste experiences. And uh, that would be true for most of these queer representations too. But the the whole web series space is an interesting space because there you see, as I, uh, you know, as I mentioned, of course, a very tokenism um, representation in a lot of, these um, shows, but but then there are rare Muslim gay characters that you come across uh, in Arya, like the if I remember correctly, the cop who uh, is um, investigating the case that uh, that main uh, character is involved in. He has a, a male partner and he's Muslim, as as far as I remember. So, but then again, like you know. Very tokenist, uh, very uh, as I said, it borders towards tokenism. The representation, so most of these, uh, the, the idea now is that, like, you know, we will make people who look and act like straight people be gay people. So I think that is a sensitive representation. So, you know, that whitewashing uh, a bit, uh, so, so if they don't, if they're not lampooning, they are completely, uh, washing, right? Uh, so that is a problem but then again like you know these are uh you know teething problems if you can call them so because i feel at least there's one step taken right so yeah that that is what i keep telling myself when i um when i try to critique these films and these uh you know shows
0: is sheer Korma available uh on any of the online platforms no, I don't think so, but I was it Z5? I've not seen she promo, but
1: I know that it is about two women who, uh, Muslim women who uh, are in, uh, Swara uh,
0: is there, right? I, I don't know who's the other but, one, but uh,
1: there is, I think, Swara and there is Divya Dutta, no? Oh, Divya yeah.
0: Dutta. yeah, I have seen the other one that you mentioned, which I think is Love Mumbai or something like that, like Mumbai, Mumbai love. love, Mumbai Love, or yeah. Something like that because I'm now watching the one on Hyderabad, so I've seen yeah. the Mumbai ones. I think the one Le- which
1: had uh, that Pratik Gandhi and uh, yeah, Randeel yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. yeah, sure. uh, uh, the, the uh, there's this one Muslim character who has who comes out to his family pretty young and he's like, you know, of course, shunned and then he falls in love with a Hindu uh, man and they forge mm-hmm.
0: right. yeah. it's the cook, right? Who played the yeah. other. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually follow him anyway on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, increasingly, of course,
1: one of the more more, uh, strong, um, uh, like you know, critique of the uh, of the queer representation in shows and films in the recent spate of Bollywood films is uh, the fact that most of the people playing the characters and most of the uh, people making these films are. or at least they have not come out, of, come out as uh, queer people, they are straight people uh, so that is def- definitely one of the uh, so, uh, critique f- uh, of that so uh, when will we have queer people making films about queer people is what India is asking it seems, at least the queer community in India is asking so yeah that is definitely a question that needs to be answered
0: Yeah, I mean that's a tough uh, thing to do given the fact that it's also the writers like it's an entire team not just the director, like the writers, uh, the actors, everybody who was part of the... Yeah, I mean, how many actors would,
1: even if they were queer, would have the, the, uh, have come out or are in the process of coming out. Uh, In Bollywood, I can't even think of anyone who has come out as a queer person, an actor. Um, Like, I can't, uh, but uh yeah so yeah i mean like so when it comes to representation it becomes difficult if the society does not support you too right to come out and to 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 be out there and be counted
0: yeah because i think when you uh, when you make a film as a straight ally or whatever it does it gets a certain kind of reception so i guess why uh, people wouldn't want to come out i mean i guess it's okay if you're a designer or you know, in other fields, when there are queer people, there is a presence. But I guess there's. Uh, it will take time. But do you think coming out is important overall? Do you think it's an important process? Before answering that, I'll just uh,
1: tell you about this conversation I had recently for uh, Instagram live chat with. Um, um, this Anir, uh, I'm sure you're familiar with Onir and uh, Sandeep uh, was also part of that conversation. Sandeep Roy. So, and we were discussing this very same thing, and he was saying that you know it's so difficult uh, to you know like um, be part of these conversations because if you see uh, the film promotions uh, of uh, let's say uh, a mainstream Bollywood star like Aishman Kurana playing a queer character and i'm just taking giving a, a random example he said like you know and to see the number of times these people would say oh like you know i had to practice a lot yeah, or yeah. i had to take workshops to be a gay person why do you have to t- and uh, on his question was why do you have to take wor- workshops to be a gay character like you know it's like it's not as if it- you know, it's uh, as in, it's not as we behave or we are of a different species. So, yeah, I mean, of course, the, the, these things are there and they would be because, I mean, at the end of the day, they are also uh, popular mainstream Bollywood stars who have to, uh, be uh, you know matinee idols for many but yeah I like to answer your question how, why uh, how important is it to come out I feel it's very important to come out for but then it also uh, had I been younger I would have said that it is imperative that you come out but as I said as I, I'm in my 40s now so I feel uh, more tolerant towards people who probably don't have the uh, the support system to come out uh, I mean I still have to use the word support system because in a country like ours you have to be um, really supported by family and uh, friends and colleagues to uh, be uh, be out and, and make decisions when it comes to your career and life uh, depending on that because more often than not you know like uh you if you are if you identify you uh, uh yourself as queer and you happen to be a journalist you end up being just a queer journalist who will end up doing just queer stories uh and for a large part of my life spades of my journalistic careers I felt I was being bracketed as that so I would consciously avoid you know doing queer stories so so yeah like uh Having said that, it's it's been relatively easier, way, way easier for me as an upper caste um, per, uh, person from a certain background, privileged background to come out than for a lot of my colleagues, for a lot of my friends. So, yeah, but still having, it's important to come out because you, when you come out, when you uh, uh, feel, uh, come out and say that you are what you
0: are, you are counted. So that's important. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that you are in your forties if you hadn't told me, by the way. (laughs) That's very sweet of you. Thank you. Not that forties aren't hot. I mean, I I find forties to be a very hot, like, period uh, with that (laughs) slight level. It's
1: liberating for sure when you're in your forties because you tend to be more um, uncomfortable with your skin. So, yeah,
0: yeah. Did you think about age and, like, I don't know, companionship as a whole, like in your personal life uh,
1: but it's uh, important to have uh, as i said uh, support systems for anyone and at least and uh, more so for people who have are in the fringes of the society so yeah i mean it's really important to have support systems so yeah companionship yes like in the sense i surround myself with people who i a very few number of people who i have um you know like a soul connect with so yeah yeah, I mean companionship is important but having said that you know like um, it's also and and I'll take extrapolate it and say that you know places of comfort and companionship uh, are very important for queer experiences Mm -hmm. in India at least Uh, I've more often than not uh, uh, I've seen my uh, in my um, you know uh, uh, in my journey as a queer journalist I've seen you know, like uh, support systems, support groups coming out and salvaging, uh, you know, uh, situations for many queer persons that I know. And uh, as you know, like, uh, you would be more familiar with uh, the the stories uh, of, you know, like uh, persecution by family, by society. And that's where, you know, the support systems of, uh, uh, and your uh, uh, queer friends come into the picture. So yeah, for queer experiences in India and everywhere else in the world, uh, companionship and friends are really important. Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't know, this is like more of a general question because some, this is something which I also ask myself. So um is... Uh, let's say, an intimate partner or whether uh, in a monogamous relationship. And I don't know what is more important in your case, but is it important to have that intimate partner and have like a family in the sense that not in the sense where I'm, I'm not talking about alternate family structures, but I'm talking about family as like either biological family or family that you want to have with your partner. Is that something which you feel is important, as as you know shown in some of these uh, films, yeah, films? Films, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel uh, that is one thing that I uh, always have issues with because there, the
1: heteronormative uh, depiction of uh, queer relationship is something I feel I'm n- never really uh, comfortable with because I personally don't see myself, you know, um, straightjacketing myself in a very uh, like, you know, um, couple uh, couple relationship or whatever. So, I mean, of course, it's important to have people who you love and care for. And I can see myself in a more of a commune sort of a place where, you know, I have friends who are uh, friends and partners who are like, you know, I'm friends with and I, and, uh, I am comfortable with. Uh, and I live in a commune with them. But then that is just something that, is a pipe dream. But, you know, yeah. So what? having said that, I feel that the depiction when it comes to uh, queer relationships in India specifically uh, tend to straightjacket us into like, you know, oh, acha. So they will end up together happily ever after and be in a marriage kind of a scenario and stuff. I think because we are in such early stages of acceptance anyway, I think, you know, that is probably the reason why we tend to see more of these kind of depictions. Not that that will change anytime soon, but I feel I'm not really that comfortable with these depictions is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. But do I have problems with it? Uh, Not yet. I mean, you know, we are still in the early stages of uh, the discussion now. I mean, that's what I'm... I I don't If know if I'm clear. Like, you know, I feel like at
0: least let us just accept queer relationships and then we can go into the other... But And I was uh, wondering, like in your, uh, the bio note that you sent me, you say that you uh, write on queer issues. You have written on queer issues since the last 14 years, but you've also written on issues which, you know, people would not see uh, typically as queer. Uh, and when I say that, I mean, like people see queer often as an identity, almost using it as, like you know, interchangeably with LGBTQ. And you have written extensively on uh, humane issues, be it the human you, know, human as, you human know. know victims of the Delhi pogrom uh, which took place in 2020 um, or COVID-related uh, stories. So uh, how how are these stories? How do you pick these stories, and how do you work on them? Uh, and do the, does it also make them queer in some ways? When you're a journalist in a uh, in a newspaper,
1: you uh, and and now I'm an, in an editorial position, so I can actually pick interest. But more often than not, your stories choose you. You don't choose your stories. But I wish I had a more, um, I wish I had an answer where I could say that, you know, oh, my experience as a queer journalist made me, uh, uh, you know, see three things through different perspectives. Uh, and therefore I could see stories of, uh, survival when, um, there are like, you know, in a, in grim situations, but I really don't have that. A kind of an answer, but uh, yeah, when I approach a story, I approach it through uh, a sense of uh, sympathy and um, sense of empathy would be the better word. That is something that has is been um, like you know almost wired into most uh, human interest journalists. I would feel because. I think the idea is to uh, understand that, you know, like not all experiences may, uh, can be like yours, but but to be open, to, to be open to, uh, you know, ideas of different kinds of experiences is what I'm trying to say. So yeah, like uh, these are the things that you have to equip yourselves uh, with when you're uh, like, when you're trying to, t- tell a story with honesty and it's no uh, rocket science i think most journalists do that but uh, being a queer journalist uh, you tend to because you're faced with stories of such um, you know like um such such persecution I, I i mean there's no other way to talk about you you tend to uh, a a, 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 one thing, two things happen. A, you are almost numbed to it. So you, I've been, there have been days when I've heard about, uh, trans women being beaten up and stuff. And I would be like, Oh, like, let's do it as a small piece. And let's not, like, you know, because this is just, this happens every day. So, you know, like, th- there these are these sort of situations too. And then there are, of course, situations where you learn to, you know, like, learn to be more, empathetic in the larger sense of the word too because in the sense you feel that this story needs to be done now because this will be important to the uh, section 377 judgment so these are the decisions also you have to make right so like yeah uh,
0: i don't know if i like made any sense or not i'm also curious to know uh so is there like uh, uh, some kind of restriction that you face when it or the fact that you are so out about your sexuality at your workplace or what it is like at your workplace? So
1: the workplace is uh Express has been uh very uh sensitive in terms of like you know letting me choose what the stories that I want to do. But having said that, you know, it's also because you What we tend to forget is me being queer does not make me the authority of queer experiences, right? So more often than not, I would find myself grappling to understand what stories should be done, what stories should be not, how this story has to be approached. Because people tend to be, because uh, there's hardly any out queer journalists in this country or uh, queer uh, journalism specialists in this country, they're like, you know, there's no handbook. To report uh, sensitively on queer issues yet, and there should be, I think. Mm. Uh, So yeah, like you know, there more often than not you learn in uh, in the process of uh, um, reporting and and and, uh, figure out things, and which is which is uh, uh, unfortunately the case in most newsrooms. I, I I still I think, but now they are way more. Uh, people who are out and reporting and are way more sensitive than what we were when we started out like 15 years back like you know because we never bothered with what are your pronouns uh, at that point of time because these were not discussions that you had you basically are if you are a trans person you are a trans person if you like are a cisgender person you are a cisgender person so uh, you know uh, these discussions were not there but and of course as the narrative evolved, uh, things changed. Um, so yeah, like um, having said that, uh, newsrooms in most cases tend to have this, uh, oh, let let us just not deal with it sort of a situation. If there is a queer person, okay, you deal with it. Like, you know, if, if there's an out queer person, then that person ends up being the default Authority. Oh, hold. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Default authority in this situation. Um, Express, though, has been very kind in the sense like, you know, whenever I needed guidance, I got guidance in whatever way. Uh, but I've also been largely free to do what I wanted to do mm-hmm. um, as a journalist. So that is something that uh, you don't get anywhere, but everywhere. Uh, but but um, having said that, Uh, you tend to be pigeonholed as the queer queer expert in your office, if you are an out queer person. Mm -hmm. And that is is one way of dealing with situations, I'm guessing. Like, you know, I mean, keeping in mind the current scenario. I mean, I don't think people want to be like, uh, be branded homophobic or transphobic. Uh, so they're like, okay, let the queer person deal with it. Like, you know, I don't want to uh, be branded
0: that, right? Like, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I can I can think of Dhruva Jyoti who works uh, with Hindustan yeah. who has Written a lot about. Hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've, I've, uh, the, uh, caste and sexuality and how that intersects in their hmm. profession. Uh, I because you are working on a book. That's my last question like tell tell us a little bit about your book who all will be part of this project
1: So, yeah. my yeah. book is uh the book that i've uh i'm still doing um groundwork for as in i i will be doing more groundwork for at least the next three four months is on uh queer experiences uh in um in a small town india so basically that it cropped up from a story i did uh in 2018 uh, which where uh, i went to uh this was uh, bef- right before the section 377 uh, judgment uh so we went to uh, gorakhpur oh, the idea was to be in a small town in up and figure out what queer experience is there are so uh, I, and we i was there for like 3 4 days and i interacted with people there, the queer activists. The, uh, uh, I went visited the uh, the cruising spots and stuff, and uh, and of course a whole lot of um, uh, NGOs and stuff. So basically, the idea was to figure out what it means to be uh, a queer person in um, in Gorakhpur, and I had I came across such amazing stories of people who. And the way they, what, what fascinated me is the way they, in in which they, you know, negotiated, uh, you know, these, uh, like, uh, uh, negotiated the, the duality of their lives, in a sense. So, there was, there's this one, uh, uh, the term is Koti, who would be a freak, uh, who would come every day to this cruise, cruising park, but he was, he's married uh, to a woman and... Um, And but he would be the most flamboyant uh, person in the park, and he would uh, like you know, of course, like uh, be himself and talk to his fellow courties and stuff. And when I asked him, like you know, so uh, like does his does his wife know? I said, of course not. I'm this very straight acting person. When I the moment I leave. This uh, park, and I'm a different person then. So the dualities when it comes to this existence, and and the way they negotiated and the kind of pre- the kind of uh, and you one would assume that that person has a lot of pent up issues when it, because he or she uh, is dealing with these sort of dualities, right? But uh, I wanted to delve deeper, and uh, of course, my uh, my story didn't give me that that luxury. So my idea was. So I wanted to come back to that, right? Like these stories of negotiating life in um, probably what we presume is a very constricted um, um, claustrophobic situation. But like, you know, uh, how how is it different from like uh, urban existence too. I mean, is there any difference to like, you know, urban queer experiences and small town rural queer experiences? So these are the things that I wanted to explore. So I've like, you know, uh, I will travel across, uh, I will travel across uh, uh, 10 small towns across India, 10 to 12 small town across India. And I'll spend uh, at least uh, like, you know, five, six days there, talk to people and uh, get, Accounts and uh, this I'll do over the next one and a half years. That is the idea, mm-hmm. and I hope you'll go to all the cruising sites. Yeah, yeah, that's the idea. I'll visit all the <laughs> actually riders have a lot of fun, like you know, visit mm-hmm. the cruising sites and figure out you know how how it works and how it works and stuff like. um That's basically the idea.
0: Uh Yeah, it looks like an exciting project. I wish I could accompany you, not for the research part, but for the cruising part. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be lovely, yeah. Yeah, so thank you so much. Uh, I mean, this was so really fun. And I hope this uh, project of yours takes off and it gets published soon so that we all can read it. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thank you. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Nice talking to you.